Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. For the CBS Mystery Theater, this the Mutual Radio Theater, and our next news tonight at 12 midnight. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... E.G. Marshall. As Mr. William Shakespeare tells us, there is a tide in the affairs of men which, taken at the flood, leads on to fortune. But there's another tide which, taken at the flood, leads only to drowning. The basic problem here is that it's practically impossible to tell one tide from the other. He has to have an accident. That is all there is to it. What kind of accident? Any kind of accident. Now, people are always having accidents. They fall asleep with a cigarette. They he doesn't smoke. They drown. He's too good a swimmer. They get bitten by a poisonous snake. Where could we find a snake that would oblige us? I am just telling you. Something has to be done. And soon. Our mystery drama, Laundry Money was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Larry Haynes. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Business, as somebody once said, quite simply consists of other people's money. And if you work in an office, I'm sure you'll agree. All that money you have to keep track of in the form of cash and credit, stocks and bonds. And whose money is it? Yours? Well, Mr. Simon Wilson is an accountant. Yes, Mr. Wilson? Would you please come into my office, Miss Alvarez? I can't believe this. I just can't believe it. Uh, Miss Alvarez. Yes, yes, sir? When you applied for this job, you said you had a basic knowledge of bookkeeping, a head for figures, and a familiarity with office machines. Yes, Mr. Wilson. Well, accuracy, Miss Alvarez, accuracy is the heart, the beating heart of this business. Please, sir, do not raise your voice. It makes me very nervous. Did I make a mistake? Did you make a mistake? How could you make such a mistake? Mr. Wilson, where did I make the mistake? Well, your figure, your figure for the total income is wrong. Here, from, from all the sources this year, $350,000. That is the figure. It can't be, it can't be the figure. Now, I know for a fact that Charlie Wentworth's income can't be much more than $150,000. But I read each figure from a statement. You mean you miss, you misread each figure. Now, would you bring in all the material? Yes, sir. I'll have to do this myself. Yes, sir. Are you... Are you going to fire me, Mr. Wilson? You're teetering on the brink, Miss Alvarez. Teetering on the brink. Fees from University Lectures, 3700 Retainer from Standard, 6000 And that should all add up to... 151,000, which was the estimate for this year. 
So how could she possibly... Oh, my. She's very pretty, very willing, but... Does that make up... Hey, what's in here? Laundry. Laundry. A check she made out of... And a statement? Wait a minute. This went through the Banco Nacional in Mexico City. And this receipt... Oh, no, no, no. Yes, Mr. Wilson? Miss Alvarez, bring in a glass of water. I have to take a pill. Oh, did I forget to fill up your pitcher again? Oh, I'm sorry. Miss Alvarez, please do exactly what I asked you. And do it this instant. Before I die of a heart attack. Are you all right, Mr. Wilson? No, no, I am not all right. This morning. This morning, I told you to go to Mr. Wentworth's office and pick up some records. Do you remember? I remember. I also told you that he would be out of town, but the material would be waiting for you. Yes, sir. That is what you said. Very good. Now, explain exactly what happened when you arrived at Mr. Wentworth's office. Yes, sir. His secretary was on the telephone. The tall one with a blonde. Yes, go on. As I said, she was on the telephone. It seemed to be an important call. That is important for her. Uh-huh. She was obviously talking to her carino. What? A boyfriend. Oh. I could tell by the way it was going that he was ready to say to her, Adios. Yeah, Miss, Miss Alvarez, I am not interested in Mr. Wentworth's secretary's problems with her boyfriend. I try to interrupt. I try to say, the taxi cab is downstairs waiting. I try to say, Mr. Wilson requires the papers at once. Well... Finally. Yes, yes, finally. She looked up from the telephone. Ask me. The tears are running down her face. Now, Miss Alvarez. She says to me, what you want is on his desk. So, I go into Mr. Wentworth's private office, and on his desk is a large envelope. I say to myself, oh, yes, it is this. And then I notice on the floor, near his chair, another envelope. An- another envelope? Mm-hmm. Th- uh, this brown one? Yes, this brown one. This brown one on which is written laundry? Oh, is that what has been written there? Laundry? Yeah, Miss Alvarez, why did you pick that envelope up from the floor? Why, why didn't you just put it back on his desk? Why, why did you have to bring it here? Because the blonde secretary, who is troubled with her boyfriend, she said to me, what you want is on his desk, no? No. Yes, if, that, if that's what she said. Therefore, since this brown envelope is obviously falling off the desk, it was part of what I wanted, no? So, I brought it with the other one. You brought it with the other one? Hmm. Do you know what was inside? Oh, some checks and some statements. Do you know, do you know to what they referred? No, I only added the amount. You only added the amounts? Yes, sir. And now... Mr. Wilson, will you show me, please, where I have made my mistake? Miss Alvarez, please get out of here. Oh, Mr. Wilson, are you going to fire me? You're standing on the edge of the ledge, Miss Alvarez. The edge of the ledge. He's in the laundry business. He washes dirty money, Ramona. You don't believe it? Oh, why shouldn't I believe it? I, I have the evidence right here. Now, I can trace the progress of at least $200,000 worth of illegal cash. 
He uses his position as a reputable attorney to sanitize this filthy money. Simon, dear, you must not get excited. Uh, here, here is a man, my closest friend. He has a whole secret and illegal my life. My darling, I must say it doesn't come as a complete shock to me. I never really liked Charlie. Ramona, do you realize Charlie is actually tied in with the underworld? Yes, without a doubt. Oh, well, I, I don't know whether to go to the DA or the FBI. Oh, why would you want to go to either of them? Well, he, here a man is not only doing something immoral and dishonest, it's, it's also illegal. Now, I have, I have a duty as a citizen. How can you even ask me such a question? Because I'm your wife and I love you. And I'd rather have the presence of a living husband than the memory of a dead hero. Oh, now, listen. No, Ramon. no, dear. Do you want to take on the underworld? Oh, please, don't dramatize this. Well, you have evidence that could not only destroy Charlie Wentworth, but also many important people. They're mobsters, racketeers. They, sh they should be destroyed. Simon, crime is one of the major industries in this country. It's a highly efficient machine. Charlie Wentworth is just a cog. Well, I still say Don't that... say anything just yet. You expose Charlie, and your life is in danger. Ramona. They may not kill you. Oh, they they can destroy you in other ways. No, no, Ramona. Ramona, I know everything you're going to tell me, but there is such a thing as right and wrong. Well, let's do what's right for you and for me. We're not even 40. We work very hard. We're starting to get somewhere. We're in the prime of life. We can have so many more wonderful and exciting years. Well, may maybe it can be done uh, uh, quietly. Well, you would still have to go to the police. Now, darling, promise me you won't do anything. That you'll, you'll think about it. Really think of, about what it could do to our lives. All right, all right, Ramona. I can promise you that. Simon, I, I know how honest and straightforward you are. I hope you won't think less of me because I said certain things just now. I had to say them because I love you. How oh, do you understand what it cost me to say them? Yes, I understand, darling. And I love you very much. Hello, Charlie. Ramona. Well, what a pleasant surprise. <laughs> I'm supposed to be at a dance class this evening. Uh, how much time does that give us? Charlie, he knows. You mean... He knows about us? He knows about you. He knows about the laundry operation. How does he know, Ramona? An accident. His secretary picked up the wrong envelope in your private office. How did she get into my office? It seems your girl was busy talking on the telephone and couldn't be disturbed. Oh, it's just a, a simple, stupid accident. When I think of the elaborate precautions, the, the intricate machinate... Uh, Oh, well. What are you going to do? What's he going to do? Well, he was practically en route to the gendarmes. But I managed to head him off. Permanently? No. Oh, I can delay him for a little while, but... Oh, he has those basic instincts. <sighs> well, that's too bad. Oh, he's such a square. How could you have been his friend for so many years? Well, he was always around. How could you marry him? Well, you didn't ask me. Well, I'm not the marrying kind. Now, if he goes to the police, I am as good as dead. Well, how strong is that evidence? It doesn't matter. And even if I get off, my, uh, my associates will take care of me. 
Why? Because I didn't take care of them. I let matters get out of hand. So, uh, something has to be done about Simon. What do you mean, physically? Yes. Oh. Is there some way that could be worked out where it didn't have to become so extreme? No. The fact of the matter is, it's really Simon's fault. Yes? Why? Well, analyze the thing. Now, I'm his lifelong friend. He finds out that I'm involved in a little unorthodox operation. Now, what's his immediate response, hmm? He wants to run to the police. Now, that's true, isn't it? Yes. Whereas, if you were a regular sort of guy, do you know what he'd do? He'd say, hey, Charlie, that's a nice little pie you're cutting up. Is there a slice for me? Of course, I'd cut him in. Why not? There's always enough for everybody. Realistically, he has only got himself to blame. Charlie, how is it going to be done? How? We have specialists. Well, I, uh, I better be getting back to my dance class. He might stop by to pick me up. Uh, yes, my dear. You get back to your dance class. And I have some work to do. You shouldn't be here in my house. It's all right. It's all right. I was watching the house and I saw Simon leave for the office. The situation has already been taken care of. Arrangements have already been made. What arrangements? The how and the where. Why do I have to know all this? Because there's something you'll have to do. No, no. no, don't, Don't count on me to do anything. You said you have professionals. Why do I have to be involved? Because it can't look like a professional job. Now, why should a man like Simon Wilson be the victim of a gangland killing? I wonder if he'd been involved with anything. They check out his clients, and there may be some extremely vague suspicions about me. Now, this would generate some heat. What do you expect me to do? Well, there has to be an ordinary, everyday look to this. Now, suppose a store were being held up while Simon was in there and the uh, apparently trigger-happy gunman just shot the place up. I still don't see how I can do anything. Tonight, at 11 o'clock, you're going to get a craving for some ice cream. But I, uh, I don't care for ice cream. Candy, cake, it doesn't matter. The only store that's open at that hour in this neighborhood is Jack's Market. Now, all you have to do is just send him out of the house at 11 p.m., It'll take him four minutes to drive there. And by seven minutes after, there won't be any problem at all. Suppose he doesn't want to go. How can Simon refuse you anything? It has to be done. Remember, tell him what you need and where to get it by 11. He leaves, and it's all clear. Ramona, you have to do it. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. I understand. And thus, we move to murder. And how easy it all seems. And how lightly it is decided. Murder. Was it always as free and easy as it appears to be today? Historians tell us life was even cheaper in the past. 
Well, we do not actually have the murder just yet. Only the plan. Still to come is the execution, which may present problems. We can only wait for Act Two. It was Mr. Moliere who said, I prefer an accommodating vice to an obstinate virtue. And therefore, he would have understood the basic thrust of our story. For our heroine agrees with him completely. Faced with choosing between her husband's obstinate virtue and her lover's accommodating vice, she seems to hesitate. But it's mostly for the sake of form. She's made the choice long ago, even though she knows where it must lead her. Simon, darling. Yes, Ramona. Uh, what, uh, what time is this? Well, I think it's, uh, 20 minutes of 11. Are you sure that's correct? That's correct enough. What's a couple of minutes one way or the other? Uh, dear, what we were discussing the other day... Yes? I, I just wish you could really make up your mind to forget all about it. Because then perhaps I could. Dear, it's a miserable business, and I intend to do something about it. When? Well, we're supposed to go on vacation next week. This would interfere um, when we get back. Uh, I'll get it. Hello? Hello, Ramona. Whom do you wish to speak to? He's in the room with you. What number do you want? I only want to remind you it's going on a quarter to 11. Yes? I know what you're doing. You're trying to get him to change his mind. Yes, yes, you, you have the right number. It is too late. But there is no one here by that name. Right now, Ramona, you must ask him to go to the store right now. Do it. Oh, my. Some of those wrong number people are so persistent. Simon, hmm? I'd like some ice cream. Ice cream? Mm -hmm, yes. But, darling, you never eat ice cream. Well, just right now, I, I, I seem to have this craving. Well, it's almost 11 o'clock. Well, it's only a quarter to... But where could I get you some ice cream at this hour? Where? Oh, at, uh, uh, uh Jack's. Uh, Jack's Market. You know, all over on the boulevard. Oh, now, Ramona, isn't this a little silly? Why is it silly? I hardly ever ask you for anything. Well, it's, it's just that it's so late. All right, I'll, I'll get you some. What flavor do you want? I don't care. What chocolate, vanilla? I just want some ice cream. Strawberry? I said I didn't care. Yes, dear. I'll just get the keys to the car. Well, hello there, Mr. Wilson. Good evening, Jack. How's business? Quiet. But what can you do? You you got to stay open. Oh, well, isn't it uh, rather dangerous late at night? Yeah, but it all goes with the territory, like they say. I keep this baseball bat behind the counter. Oh, well, I hope you never have to use it. If I have to, I'll give the guy something to remember me by. What can I do for you? Uh, I suppose I want a quart of ice cream. What kind of ice cream? I don't know. It's for my wife. She sent me out for some. What kind does she like? Well, actually, she doesn't like ice cream at all. And she sent you out for some? 
11 o'clock at night? Well, you know how women are. No. Nobody knows how women are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll just take some uh, strawberry, I suppose. Get it up. What? Get it up. Don't oh. shoot. Don't, don't. don't. His gun won't go off. Hold him like that. All right. I got the bat. I'll get the bat. All right, chief. Oh. That punk won't get up for a while. What you did, Mr. Wilson. Hey, what you did. What? What, what, what? what did I do? It was it was the most heroic thing I ever seen in my life. Let me call the cops. What you did? But what did I do? Hello? Ramona, did he go? Yes, 20 minutes ago. All right. Then it's all over. Yes, it's all over. Don't be sorry. I'm, I'm not. It had to be done. I know. We'll have a lot of fun. I hear a car pulling up. Oh, it, it must be the police coming to notify you. Now try to look surprised. You'd better hang up. Ramona, I got you some strawberry. Oh! What? Ramona, what is it? Oh, oh. Well, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? I live here. What are you talking about? Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. Ramona. I, uh, I thought... You I... know, you've been acting peculiarly all night. Is anything the matter? No, no, nothing's the matter. I'm you know, just... everyone has gone absolutely crazy. You, you, do you see this quart of ice cream? But... It almost cost me my life. How? Well, I, I, I was in the store, you see, talking to old Jack, and suddenly... Suddenly, this armed robber came in. Oh. And he said, put up your hands. And I wanted to, but he was standing very close to me. And, and as I tried to raise my hands, uh, well, the palm, the palm of my right hand, I guess it hit the muzzle of his pistol. It, it what? Yeah, I don't understand. I still don't understand what happened. Oh, what did happen? Well, there I was. The palm of my hand was pushing against the gun, you see. And that stopped it from going off. Yes. And meanwhile, old Jack got his baseball bat from behind the counter and, and, and just knocked him out. How could you push against the muzzle of the gun and stop it from shooting? Oh, well, the police explained it to me, darling. You see, if it had if it had been a revolver, I would be dead by now, dead. But you see, it was an automatic. And, uh, well, you see, if you're pushing at the slide above the muzzle, that prevents the hammer from making contact. I don't understand any of it, but that's what happened. And, and you're alive. Oh, yes, yes. I want to tell you something. I looked into that man's eyes, and I... Darling, I saw death... I was scared. I, I want to tell you something about this, uh, about this thing with Charlie Wentworth. I want to, I want to forget all about it. You what? Oh, yes, yes, you were right. I saw it tonight. I could be killed, darling. And I don't like the idea of being killed. So, as far as Charlie is concerned, I don't want to know anything about his other affairs, and that's the end of it. Oh. You better eat the ice cream before it melts. You said he was a professional killer. They claim he's the tops in his field. But what went wrong? It was a fluke. The, the craziest kind of an accident. How can we call it off, Charlie? Uh, Ramona. He told me last night. He suddenly discovered he has no real taste for being a hero anymore. He doesn't want any part of this entire business. It is too late. They want him out of the way. But can't you explain to them, whoever they are, that Simon isn't going to be a threat anymore? No. Once they make up their minds. And besides, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, who knows what Simon will do? Well, they tried to shoot him. There are other ways. 
Yes, Miss Alvarez. You want me to type up the finished Charles Wentworth tax return for? Oh, yes, Miss Alvarez. Uh, here, here it is. Oh, I see that you have not entered the figures from the brown envelope. Uh, what brown envelope, Miss Alvarez? It was the envelope on the floor in Mr. Wentworth's office that I brought here with the other envelope. Oh, you must be mistaken. But I remember I brought to you a brown envelope. No, Miss Alvarez. But I am certain it exists. Well, perhaps, perhaps it does in your imagination. But I know that I did see a brown envelope. Now, Miss Alvarez, that'll be enough. Oh, sir. Are you going to fire me? Miss Alvarez, you could be going down for the third time. Mr. Wilcox, I'm Detective Lieutenant Sauerwein. Oh, uh, yes, uh, Lieutenant. Well, what can I do for you? Well, it's about last night. Oh, uh, I'd like to forget about last night. Uh, you had a narrow escape. It's a peculiar thing. You see, the gunman was no ordinary hoodlum. No? No, he was a very well-known hitman. Well, if he's well-known, why wasn't he in jail? Uh, well, we know he's a hitman. But we can't prove it. Oh, no, that doesn't sound right. Uh, you see, things are never simple. Now, what bothers me is why a man like him should want to bother knocking off a little grocery store. Now, he's been known to collect fifteen or 20,000 bucks per hit. Uh, known to whom? Uh, could, could the attempted holdup be a cover for something else? Hmm? Would anyone want to kill you or the store owner? Now, we asked Jack, the storekeeper. Now, he doesn't know of anyone who would want him out of the way, so now I'm asking you. Um, uh, me? No, yeah. no, no, I can't imagine. Oh, I see. All right, all right. If, uh, if anything should occur to you, uh, here's my card. Uh, Lieutenant Melvin Sauerwein. Mm -hmm. I can be reached at that number, day or night. Miss Alvarez? Yes, sir. Uh, have you finished Mr. Wentworth's tax form? It is just now completed. I'll uh, sign it when I return from lunch. Yes, Mr. Wilson. I'll be back in an hour. Hmm, a brown envelope. How can he say it was on his desk? Uh, and therefore, it must now be in his desk. Me, Miss... Oh. Miss Alvarez, you saved my life. Oh, Mr. Wilson. What made you come running after me? Because I have found the brown envelope. The, the brown envelope? I told you there isn't any. But here it is, see? Oh, that brown envelope. With the other statement of income for Mr. Wentworth. Oh, this, is a, this is a different brown envelope. But I remember... And there are no papers in it either. But Mr. Wentworth... And that must be the end of it. I don't want to hear another word about it. Do you understand? Oh, sir. It's two out in the ninth inning, Miss Alvarez. Two out in the ninth. It could also be two out in the ninth for Mr. Simon Wilson. That's two times they tried to kill him, and two times he's had a miraculous escape. Where do we go from here? Why, to the third act, of course, in just a few minutes. 
perseverance is usually a praiseworthy attribute, especially when it is applied to positive pursuits. But we are talking about murder. Now, you would think, and certainly a look at the world around us would demonstrate, that murder is a relatively simple matter. One shot from a gun, one thrust from a knife, a speeding car. What's the problem? We have some people here who are finding it seemingly unsurmountable. Something wrong? Oh, Simon, about last night. I don't know what got into me. I, I really can't explain why I spoke to you the way I did. No, it's all right. No, no, no. I I really didn't mean a word I said. Please believe Ramona. me. Ramona. Ramona, something happened to me at lunchtime today. Well, I hope you didn't eat anything that disagreed with you. No, actually, I didn't eat anything at all. I didn't get the chance. Oh, why not? Well, you see, I had just left the office and I was crossing the street. And uh, I was in the middle of the intersection when suddenly this big blue car was was headed right at me. Oh. I, I, I never saw a car traveling so fast on a city street. Oh. And, and there he was bearing down on me. Ramona, I would have been killed. Well, what happened? Well, I, I would never have seen him in time to get out of the way if it hadn't been for Miss Alvarez. You see, darling, she had just come downstairs and she saw the car and she shouted at me to look out and I did, just in time. Oh. How, uh, how fortunate. Oh, yes. Darling, he was coming right at me. What are you trying to say? I wish I knew. You know, it's two days in a row. I've... I've had a... I guess you could say an encounter with death. And twice I've been saved, darling, by just luck. Just a random chance. I, I don't know what to make of it. Do you think he was deliberately trying to hit you? Well, I can't imagine why. It's, it's just, I suppose, that people drive so carelessly these days. Mm. Oh, yes, last night. That was, uh, that was probably the same thing. What same thing? Well, the, the store holdup. Oh. You know, there are so many robberies. You're, bo you're bound to be caught up in one sooner or later. Although the police lieutenant didn't seem to think so. What police lieutenant? Oh, uh, a detective came in to see me, Ramona. He said that they weren't quite satisfied with what happened last night. Satisfied? Hmm. Why? Was he disappointed no one had been killed? Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's just that the robber turned out to be a big-time hitman. Oh. And then the lieutenant felt he had another motive for being in that place. Another motive? Yes, he felt the robbery was staged to cover up the fact that there was, uh, I guess you could call it a, a contract on somebody in the store. Well, there were only two pe people in the place, right? Yes, myself and Jack, the owner. Well, but nobody's out to kill me. There, uh, there's this thing you know about Charlie. Oh. Well, yes, but Charlie doesn't know I know it, and the underworld doesn't know it either. How could they find out? You're the only person I told. Oh, yes, yes, of course. You know what, you know what I think, Ramona? Mm -hmm. I think it's all a matter of random chance. You lead a quiet life for years, free from incidents, and then when things happen to you... They happen all at once. Charlie, we have to stop. We can't. But the police are suspicious. It can't be helped. These people who give you orders, they can't be so smart. They used a prominent hitman. Sometimes things just don't work out. But there is nothing to fear from Simon anymore. They won't believe that. Simon is very frightened. I know he'll be quiet. Now look. 
Once these people get an idea into their heads... But we that... don't have to kill him anymore. Yes, we do. Why? Because if we don't, it can be very bad for you and for me. Oh, why did I ever get into this? And I have been told, in no uncertain terms, he is our responsibility. But if they couldn't kill him, and they're professionals... All right, all right, all right. Then I'll, let, let's use our heads. It has to be an accident. What kind of an accident? Any kind of an accident. People are always having fatal accidents. They fall asleep with a cigarette. They... He doesn't smoke. They drown. He's too good a swimmer. They get bitten by a poisonous snake. And where could we find a snake that would oblige us? I am just telling you. Something has to be done, and soon. Uh, Mr. Wilson, there uh, was another attempt on your life. Uh... Another attempt, Lieutenant? Yeah, somebody trying to run you down, I understand. Oh, oh, that, well, that, that was uh, just probably an accident. Well, I think it should be obvious to you now that someone's out to get you. Now, now tell me, can you think of a reason? No, 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 I uh, can't think of any reason offhand. Yeah, well, there is a pattern developing here. Now, we tried to get some answers from that hitman. Oh, they, they, they don't talk, Lieutenant. It's kind of a code. Of the underworld, I understand. Oh, now they talk. It's just whoever hired him made sure he'd keep quiet. He was found dead in his cell this morning. Oh. So, evidently, you are on the list. Me? Why? Why? Does it have to be me? It could be the store owner. Well, we checked him out very carefully. Now, we are trying to protect you against whatever it is. But you see, we can't watch you constantly. You're gonna... You're gonna have an accident. What kind of an accident? Well, you were almost accidentally killed in a holdup. You were almost accidentally killed by a speeding car. See, the accident pattern is going to continue. Well, can it all uh, can it all be coincidence? No, I I don't believe in coincidence. You're going to have to help yourself. Well, how? By being extra careful and highly suspicious. Of what? Of everything. Careful of what you eat. Careful of where you go. When you walk down the street, you keep an eye upward to make sure a piece of building or something doesn't fall down on you. Oh, huh? Of course, where you're most vulnerable is in your car. My car? Yeah. Since it's supposed to be an accident, I doubt that anyone will plant a bomb in it. Oh, well, that's something to be grateful for. But someone can fool with your exhaust system. You know, fix it so that the carbon monoxide will be discharged into the passenger compartment. Oh, so, uh, if you uh, ever feel yourself getting sleepy, don't fight it. Just stop the car, get out, and have it checked. But do, do, uh, do you actually believe someone is deliberately going to try that? Well, if not that, this. The best way, the one that gets used most often, is to cut the tubing that carries the fluid to the master brake cylinder and do it in such a way. That it looks as if uh, the tubing broke by accident. See, do you know what happens then? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah, well, all your brake fluid leaks out. Leaks out, yes. And when you have no fluid, you have no brakes. No brakes. Yeah. Step down on the pedal. What? Nothing happens. No, huh? nothing happens. You can't stop the car. You crash and you get killed. I see. So I be see. alert, Mr. Wilson. All the time. I wish I knew who was after you. And why. We have to do it right away, Ramona. And I'll tell you why. 
I was told about an hour ago in no uncertain terms that if we didn't get rid of him, they would. Fine. Let them. No, let me finish. They would do it in a way that we wouldn't like. Oh, frankly, I'm, I'm at my wit's end. I find it difficult to believe that I'm actually plotting to kill my husband. Don't do that. Just stick to the facts. Wait. He said we were going on vacation next week. Which means that silly, boring cabin up in the mountains. Hey, that is just great. That's a marvelous place for an accident. You know that? Hey, he is going to fall off Cherokee Cliff. 3,000 feet straight down to the solid rocks below. Well, how can we get him to do that? Well, I can get a pretty good powder. You know, that you slip into his coffee. It'll knock him out completely. And then it's just a question of carrying him to the edge. Yes. Listen to me. I'm saying yes. Can this be happening to me? But, Simon, you said you wanted to go on a vacation. Yes, I know, I know, dear. But I can't get away until Saturday. And we haven't been up there all year. The place must be a mess. Well, I can have someone clean it up for us before we get there. Well, who? Who? You know, old Doug is living in the soldier's home. There's no one else around. I could go up on Friday. You? Why not? Well, darling, there's a lot to be done. Oh, it's not so much. I don't mind. But why? Why are you so anxious for us to go up to the cabin? We've been under a strain lately, and I think if we went away together, just the two of us... Oh, Ramona, I like nothing better than to be alone with you. I just don't like the idea of you going up by yourself. Besides, I'd like to help you clean up. Oh, you know you always get in my way. Well, all right. If you don't mind. Good. Settle then. Ah, the chump just fell for it. Oh, please, please, Charlie, don't call him a chump. Oh, look, if you didn't believe he was a chump, you wouldn't be with me in the first place. So driving up to get the place ready for him, and he'll be up sometime tomorrow. <laughs> I've got this little packet for you. Now you better keep out of sight when he gets here. Hey. Hey, what? would you slow down? Oh, don't worry. I know this road. Uh, Ramona, that's a pretty sharp curve up ahead. Now slow down. I, I am. No, you're not. I'm, I'm stepping on the brake. Then why are we going faster? Charlie, the brake. The brake isn't working. We're going off the road. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Wilson. I don't know what to say, Lieutenant. Your wife and, uh, this man, uh, Charles Wentworth, they never had a chance. Charlie. Yes, Charlie. A dear, devoted friend of ours. He must have taken that steep curve just uh, a little bit too, too quickly, you know? <sighs> oh, poor Ramona. Yeah, she liked, she liked fast driving. Well... You know, at least they didn't suffer. Yes. Doctor says they both died immediately. I guess you were right all the time. It was just a string of uh, coincidences, that's all. The, uh, the hitman. Huh? Oh, well, those fellas are so unstable. You know, he probably needed a few hundred bucks. And he happened to be passing that store. and uh, Just an impulse. Why was he silenced? 
I don't know really why he was murdered. May have been some personal grudge. I don't know. Well, Mr. Wilson, I won't intrude anymore. I know how you must be feeling. Goodbye, sir. Yes, goodbye, Lieutenant. Miss Alvarez, please come in here. Yes, Mr. Wilson? Oh, Miss Alvarez, I had to change my shirt when I came back to the office last night. I don't see the one I left here. Oh, yes, sir. I had it sent to the laundry this morning. The, la- the laundry? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, the laundry? Oh. Oh, the laundry. Yes, it was dirty. There seemed to be grease on it. Grease? You know, the kind of grease that belongs on an automobile. What do you know about automobile grease? Oh, nothing, Mr. Wilson. Then why? Why did you say it was automobile grease? Oh, did I say that, sir? Now, how could it possibly be automobile grease? It is quite possible it was not automobile grease. Oh, really, Miss Alvarez? I never want you to mention automobile grease again. Oh, sir. Are you going to fire me? We're on the verge, Miss Alvarez. On the verge of what? At this point? Who knows, Miss Alvarez? Who knows? Who really knows? We may safely assume that we know what might happen between Miss Maria Alvarez and Mr. Simon Wilson. But who knows what really happened to Mrs. Ramona Wilson and Mr. Charles Wentworth? And why? There are three possibilities. And we'll check them out with you in just a few minutes. We'll pay you $50 to take a test drive at a participating Chrysler Plymouth dealer. Test drive any new Chrysler or Plymouth. Buy one or a qualifying competitive new 1980 model within 30 days of your test drive. Bring in proof of purchase and test drive certificate and get $50. One check per customer. We're that confident in Chrysler engineering. That's sure that if you test drive one of our cars, you'll buy one. See your participating Chrysler Plymouth dealer for full details. There's something offensive in the air. And if you're smoking, you're putting it there. Your Lung Association joins the majority of millions of non-smokers in asking you to be concerned with your drifting smoke. Let's clear the air together for everyone's sake. Write to your Lung Association for help in kicking the habit and take the smoke out of your life. Sure, it's tough. Lung disease is tougher. Your quitting is really a matter of life and breath. possibilities could account for the deaths of Ramona and Charlie? First, it's possible that Simon Wilson was much more aware than anyone thought and arranged things for himself. Second, Charlie told Ramona that certain influential people might take matters into their own hands in a way that Charlie and Ramona wouldn't like. Third, the whole thing could have been an accident. So, we have three solutions for you instead of one. You take whichever suits your mood or your need. Our cast included Larry Haynes, Evie Juster, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Sunken cheeks and, and two hollow eyes with large pupils. Do you mean? Do you mean that you? You see it too? See what? That face. That face. That face. 
which is not mine. Oh, no, no. The face I see always instead of my own. My dear man, no. I, I see you. Only you. It, it was your face I described as I saw it. None other. Look again. Look in the glass again. Tell me what you see. Whose face is there? Why, yours, of course. Now, tell me. Whose... Whose face do you see? His. Only his. Always his. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.